Hello and welcome to the Captain's Table, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Paul Berserker01, Batman Shelley, your humble host and space bartender here at the Astro Pub. Your space bar into Twitch. The Captain's Table is a podcast. We do live on Twitch uh, on Saturdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, where I bring people from all over the Star Citizen universe weekly to talk about Star Citizen. Thank you for joining us. Today, we've got a very big panel because we've got a very big topic. So this may run a little long. Um, I'll try to mitigate the questions because I know, you know, some of us don't, you know, it's really late for Space Tomato right now. So I, we're trying to like make sure he doesn't fall asleep. <laughs> and, and on top of that, I will. Tomato and I are both going to be, or I'm going to be on Tomato's podcast tomorrow. Right? Yeah. It's recording tomorrow, but I don't know when it releases. So yeah, we'll release the next day. Yeah. Mondays. Mondays. So, so I, I want Tomato to also be fresh because I'm also forcing him to stay later and then wake up early <laughs> to do all these things. So, all right. Without further ado, let's introduce folks. Let's start with you, Tomato. Who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen and where can they find you? I am Space Tomato. I am a Star Citizen player and lover. Uh, and you can find me at Space Tomato Gaming basically anywhere, really. Awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Fist, who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen? And where can they find you? Well, I don't have as smooth of a voice as Tomato. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's it's class. It's like Space Tomato and Cobra TV, like the voices of Star Citizen. I, I do like Cobra's voice. What we need is Space Tomato, Cobra, and and Dig That to all just do it. Oh, oh yes. yeah. That's just called the oh, Space the, the Space Butter <laughs> Podcast. It's just like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but FM radio. Oh. Smooth experience. Yeah, yeah, smooth. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am Fist25. I am a, uh, I guess I'm a veteran now of Star Citizen. Um, I don't know. I've been having a interesting time with 314 and the PTU, and uh, but we're here to talk about 315 today, and I'm a little bit more excited for that. Um, <laughs> I am <laughs> I am co uh, I co-host a YouTube channel with uh, my buddy Java Sparky over there, um, and we do YouTube and Twitch, and we stream every Thursday. And if you are interested in uh, any of that stuff, uh, you can find us at fistingjawa.org, and we have links on our website to all professional website something i like everyone i know is starting to do that i'm like oh god i gotta start doing that <laughs> gotta, yeah I just, <laughs> I just got my website together yeah, it's I, uh I, it's been a journey yeah, I, yeah i'm gonna be the stupid thing and try to like relearn html and try to like bash my head in trying to get all that stuff working uh, but yeah uh we'll, we'll i'll figure it out um all right yeah. speaking of of jawa jawa who are you what do you do in star citizen and where can they find you well according to the chat i guess i'm that crazy cat lady um <laughs> and, nice. yeah and let's see you can find me at fistandjawa.org um yeah and it's um it, it was it's a lot of fun making that website so uh and then you can find us um you can find us every Thursday, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and here in a couple of weeks, you can find me on Sunday mornings about either 9 or 10 a.m. Mountain Time um, that I go ahead and stream on the weekends. So, awesome. uh, Paul, it's great to be back here again. Space Tomato, man, I've heard you a thousand times, man. It's great to finally be on here with you. Glad to, glad to be here with you. Well, let's get started with the 315 discussion. So as we mentioned before, we're talking a little bit about 315. We're going to talk about the future of Star Citizen and the immediate future. Last time Tomato was on, we talked about 314 and what we were expecting for 314. That video blew up and then everything got removed from 314. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, nope. <laughs> Jake was, was watching. Jake and Chris Roberts were sitting there going, hmm. Hmm. Fuck Paul. Boom. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm, I feel bad now. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're definitely going to be um, talking about 315 in the sense of expectations because 314 had some expectations and then a lot of things got removed out. So it's left me at least a little skittish. And I know plenty of other people skittish about what they have on the roadmap now 
and what did they going to be, be able to make it in there. Besides the fact, there's a lot of information that was released in the monthly reports, um, released in various kind of uh, updates and dev, dev discussions, as well as the progress tracker being updated that indicates some progress towards things like server meshing and other content, which was not, which hasn't really been mentioned much. And my mantra has always been pay attention to what CIG is talking about, because that's usually what they're working mm -hmm. on. And mm -hmm. if they're adding stuff to a progress tracker, dealing with server meshing, it means it's being worked on. So I want us to kind of go through, talk about our own expectations uh, for 3.15 and 3.16. What is, you think is going to make it, or you don't think what you don't think is going to make it. Um, and then we'll come, we'll come back together, just kind of a big group discussion on uh, why and, and how and kind of, kind of go through. Uh, and then the second thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about what's the most important thing you think should that needs to make it into the, into the game uh, for the okay. end of this year. You know, what are we, what do you think is important for the game? Either the health of the game, the, you know, like a checkbox, like, like Crusader being done, you know, all of, all of Stanton being done, big freaking milestone right there. That sort of thing. Like, like what, what something like that needs to get put in. You think like, just doesn't matter if uh server meshing is in or not, just put in a jump point somewhere. So we have a jump point or it doesn't matter if we have jump points working, just put in pyro those, those sorts of like, do you think those things are more important than, or, 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 you know, gameplay progress, whatever, but we'll, we'll have that discussion. Yeah. So let's start with expectations. What do you think is and isn't going to make it in? So Jawa, since you're the last one to introduce yourself, <laughs> what are your expectations? What do you think based off of what you see on the roadmap, what is or isn't going to make it? You know, I, I really want to see Pyro, um, but I just don't think it's going to happen this year. They're, they keep talking about it. Um, but with everything that's going on with 314 now and the FPS um, at Orison, um, I, I truly think that, um, you know, they need to kind of work on that um, optimizing and. Yeah, um, because it was rough at the beginning. I found that one setting where I could um, reduce the clouds to medium, and now I'm up around 20 FPS, But and the entities have come down because they have been doing some optimizing. But um, I think that they ought to clean up Stanton before moving on. I hate to be a downer at the very beginning, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Uh, what do you think is not going to make it into uh, into the the end of this year based off of what you see on the on the roadmap well let's see on the roadmap uh homesteads i i don't think they'll do i don't think it'll be i don't think that'll make it um <laughs> yeah i i would like it to but um again they have a lot of different things going on um that need optimization or need work and uh especially when they release the game uh, medical gameplay Mm -hmm. um, which I think is starting next patch. Yeah. Do you, so you think and medical gameplay is going to make it in? Yes, I think it will. Okay. Yeah, at um, least, uh, you know, at least some of the hospital stuff and they may switch around the med beds, have a little, little the level one, two, three med beds. Okay. So. All right. Um, Fist, what is or isn't going to make it? What do you think? Okay, so I got the roadmap up here. Um, uh -huh. 3.15, I'll go over 3.15 real quick. Um, I think the biggest push on 3.15 is going to be inventory. Um, I think most of it will get in there. I don't see anything that's too crazy, right? Like, now granted I'm looking at the release view, but... I mean, the, the healing tool, the ships will be in there. I think they'll be useless now with the rebalance, but um, <laughs> I think they'll probably, I think it's 50-50 on the, the interior streaming of okay. coming in 315. Um, but I, I think the three ships, the, right, the Redeemer and the, the, or the four ships, right? The A2, uh, the Ion, and the Inferno, I think they'll get, yeah. come in. Okay. I think healing, I think tier zero healing is going to be very tier zero. Mm -hmm. um, probably until 316 when we get more hospital yeah. stuff. As far as 316, I started going through it here. Um, 
I want to say that the the door alignment thing will come in. I really want it to, but I could see that getting pushed to seventeen. Okay. The I think salvage will get pushed again. Yeah. Um, I think uh, push and pull zero G push and pull will probably get. Although I don't know that I was pushing the gurneys around and killing people the other day, and <laughs> it seemed to work pretty well. <laughs> Murder Kearney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It, it, they always tend to like do like the little things, like the law system surrender. I think that was like a year push on every patch. Yeah. It just kept getting pushed. Mm-hmm. Push. I think it's these little things like weapon charge and drain tier zero. I could see easily see that going to like taken off and then it gets added on to three eighteen or something. Okay. I hope they don't take anything, but I don't. Yeah. I don't really see. Put your, I know put your there's so much cap tech. On. Put your cynical cap on and, and, be, and try, to, <sighs> try to try to put get, get level of people's expectations. You know, just pick okay. whatever you are most excited for. Yes, whatever what you're most, most excited, excited for is one hundred percent going to get probably what it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say. I would say I'm most excited for salvage in three sixteen, okay. and That's probably the. Yeah, that was my pick. <laughs> that was my pick for going. Yeah, <laughs> and then Orison V two. I'm I'm excited for the polish pass on that. Um, three fifteen. Really excited for iCash finally, and probably hacking. I'm I'm really pumped up for hacking and having that that loop. Uh, and I know Paul hates it, but I'm kind of excited for the Redeemer. Listen. So. I'm I'm fine with the Redeemer being released. At least I can then point at it in game and go, look at that pile of garbage flying by. <laughs> um, you know, I know garbage can give me tetanus, so I know it's dangerous. I can respect that. You know, the 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 giant flying pile of used needles is uh, is, is something I don't want to touch. But it's still garbage. It's still a pile of used needles that's dangerous. You know, no one no one wants to like put it up on a shelf. Sorry. No oh, man, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> uh all right let's let's go with space tomato um wasn't what is and wasn't what isn't going to make it what do you think um well first i want to i actually wanted to you you said something earlier that kind of i wanted to touch on go ahead and the point that i was eventually going to get to starting from what you had said was that now i feel like is the best time for people to be able to say I'm not even going to look at the roadmap to determine what's coming because, because they've, they always add things, right? They always, mm-hmm. there are always additions mm-hmm. to the patches that aren't on the roadmap or sometimes aren't even on the progress tracker. Um, but generally they're small, but with 314, they've proven that they're willing to put something in there that is just absolutely massive. And it has not been on the roadmap. It wasn't even on the progress tracker. The only reason we knew about it was because John crew at some point, went on ISC, I think it was, and and mentioned it. And yeah. up until they added it to the progress tracker. Until, or, or they added to the not the progress tracker. They added to the to the release view the week before it went to yeah. it, went, it went to PTU. Like Right. And so was, like it got to PTU and then we knew about it. So I'm looking at 315 and I'm like, okay, 315 looks like it's pretty solid. Right. They're they're doing their staggered development. We've been reading the monthly reports. We know that 315 is looking pretty good. I do think that if something was going to slip out, I actually think it would be the FPS radar and scanning again. Um I I'm still nervous about that because they just have not been having much great news about that. You you did a video on uh scanning recently and kind of like the disappointment of scanning in 314 a little bit, but so well, well, the the gameplay video I did. Yeah, you mean? Yeah, that was that that was actually I I came away feeling better about it after that video, did after uh, shooting all that. Yeah, because that kind of helped me realize that there was there were deeper levels to the scanning now than there were before. Um, I discovered that if I were trying to scan somebody from far away. And I'm talking far. I was like 109 kilometers away, and I and I wanted to scan someone, but I could not pick them up. So I pinged and lit them up, and then I was able to scan them. And on top of that, we were able to have two ships next to each other, one with higher emissions that kind of blocked the other one out. 
And I was able to determine, okay, I can see this ship if it cuts its emissions at 25 kilometers, but not at 50. But if it turns on its quantum drive, I could see it at 50. It was just a lot of really good testing. Mm -hmm. And while the functionality of it is still not the greatest, the the back the underlying system that they built feels really good. Okay. So but you think they're having struggles with the FPS stuff? Yeah. I just I haven't seen enough in the monthly reports to make me think that like they they're really feeling good about it because you see that stuff. I mean, yeah. you read the monthly reports and you that's the best way to know what's going on. That and watching ISC. Um and there are things that we've seen on the monthly reports and on ISC that I'm like, okay, that's not even on the roadmap, but that very well could be in 315. Things like loot. Like the loot system is something that we've now seen footage of, we've read about twice. It's pretty it's there's a pretty good chance it's going to be in 315 uh but still nothing about fps radar and scanning mm -hmm. so, yeah, um, well didn't they was... didn't they put didn't they they started two patches ago we we started having like a little i thought it was a bug but we had like a little radar on foot uh yeah that's and, actually the... go ahead tomato oh the, you mean the um well, I know the one that pops up whenever you leave the uh, third-person mode now in PTU. That's not what you're talking about, though? No, I'm talking about, like, uh, 3.12, maybe 3.11, walking around, like, Hurston, and there was, like, a little... And it was, like, glitchy. But it, there was, like, a little radar, kind of, while I was on foot. I'm wondering if that was the model for, uh, for like, the FPS stuff. That was the old model. That was the one that was used during when the Star Marine was first introduced, like, 2.63. I, met, I actually mentioned something last captain's table, which I think is, is important to mention here as well, because we're talking about future, is that something that came up and I realized is actually true, is that it feels like they're finally catching up to where they were in 2.6.3, right before 3.0 launched. We're getting mm -hmm. item 2.0 is actually starting to work now with, with like different levels of um, power you know, generation. Uh, they're uh, working on first-person scanning modes or first-person radar. They're working on, like, a lot of these things that they're working on were things that were on, that were being worked on actively and or developed at the end of the 2.0 range. And then it just dropped when 3.0 came. They, they, they all broke, and then they have had to rebuild them. So it feels like we're finally back to that stage where, they, where we were in 2.6.3, which either means... Phase four, yeah. Yeah, e yeah, either it means we're going well or, or it's time to throw it all out the window and go for 4.0 because <laughs> Chris yeah. Roberts yeah. wants to wants to build everything on Unreal 5 or whatever whatever the new engine is. Yeah. Um, no. Are but... you talking about some of the scanning here um, mm -hmm. that uh, uh, eventually you're supposed to be able to do with the Cyclone RN? And that's just for the RN. You're supposed to be able to do it with all your, like on foot too. Yeah, but I guess yeah. it's supposed to be enhanced and you're supposed to be able to actually map terrain with the RN eventually. Yes, yes. That's part of it. That's actually, that's that's more ship side though. There's actually a, yeah. a, a first person FPS mode that they, they've mm -hmm. talked about a little bit in like a, in a SCL, I think, or in mm -hmm. a Calling All Devs, where it was like, it's like, it's basically the ship version of scanning we have for 314, but for first person. So you have pings and you have, people will show up depending on decibel levels. So depending on like where, you know, the sound that's coming out. Right, um, right. I do I like notice that. a couple. I, I, it's, it's, it's Halo, or yeah. that's like if Halo One. If people remember Halo One, the scanning was based off movement, so it was like yeah. if you don't move, your scanner you won't be picked up by the scanner. Yeah, so, I like that. It, I like better the idea of having an audible tracker rather than a motion tracker. Yeah. I think that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think, well, I, I think, and I like the active ping because you can almost. I mean, there's there's different tactics to it. You could kind of set up an ambush too with an active ping. Mm -hmm. it's it's it adds a lot of uh depth to it adds tactics to the fps yeah yeah, yeah. which is nice that you, you when you use that ping will determine like if you're sneaking around you don't use the ping but if you're kicking down that front door ping away baby you know you're trying to you're trying mm -hmm. to find targets yep. you know yep um and for those who don't know the ping itself is heat it's uh infrared and electromagnetic signals is what the ping is um so is that why it kind of paints targets? Yes, that's I think it's that's the, the way it paints targets. 
the the way that it kind of came off the metaphor that i kind of attributed to it after i did the testing was that it's sort of like throwing a bucket of paint at an invisible person yeah. when you ping yeah but if it's, that invisible kind of lights is... them up for you to scan yeah, but if that invisible person's behind a like a barrier, you can't see them because they're behind a barrier. Right. It's that kind of yeah. thing, you know. Um, so and I, that, the the question's still up in the air about what that actually will look like. But um, I guess I'll go on my. Do you have anything else to say about your what you expect to make it, not make it, space tomato? Because I know you. Um. Well, I I I expected salvage actually to be salvage and zero G push and pull were kind of the things I was thinking wouldn't make it in three sixteen. Uh, but there's also a couple things that I think might slip in there in in the, the second half of the year here. Like so the security network, something that they've been working on a lot. And that's kind of, that ties into a sort of like a theory I have that even though they have features that they call bounty hunting, bounty hunting V1 or V2, it feels like bounty hunting is a profession that they're building piece by piece with things like body dragging here, surrender here. The law system there, security systems over there, the tracking system that's coming out next year. Like it's it's all coming from different areas in this security network. It's on the progress tracker and it's talking about um, full implementation of security system, including things like doors and elevators. So that we could see that towards the second half of this year. There's also a couple of mission slots, infiltrate and defend missions mm -hmm. that will allow you to use the it'll be the first implementation of spawn closets the feature we got earlier they'll put them in underground facilities and make more missions spawn in there that use different npcs and then there's also rescue and transport missions where you're going to have npcs following you which probably depends on the nav mesh but these are all things that they have that the work will be completing towards the end of this year and they'll likely have to depend on other things like that nav mesh or a couple other things but those they're are possibilities. The, yeah, and they're not on the, the, the release view. Like, we don't know no. about the nav mesh on the re release view, and it probably would never actually go to a release view because no, nobody yeah, cares yeah. about a nav mesh. <laughs> uh, it only matters for NPCs. <laughs> and it's probably just a bunch of different things that they'd have to split up on the release view anyways. It, yeah. Too much. Um, I agree. I, I, um, I, I will say, for expectation purposes, the end of this year... Anything other than inventory and medical, just take it and throw it out the window. It's coming 317, <laughs> 318. Anything in those two, because those are the two that were in 314. We know that medical is definitely going to make it. I'm, yeah, medical like, will make it. There's yeah. no way it's not going to make it this year, just because yeah. they've said that. A lot of the work was already done for 314, but they were waiting for hospitals to be introduced in 315 before yeah. they could bring it all in. Um, right. And the and with inventory, it's required for server meshing, and they seem to be all hands on deck for server meshing. So it's like anything that needs server meshing, we're going to do it. We need all of this inventory stuff done, and they just added to the progress tracker five different things which are involved with uh, inventory specifically dealing with loading in, in and out of, uh, of, of shards. Now, I, I was told mm -hmm. by some people that shards is a technical language, meaning inventory system. I know shards as being uh, instances inside of a, a game. Maybe that's because it's a, like a WoW term. So I don't know if, if it's one or the other. That's not my, I don't know the technical expertise, but either way, you look at either one of those, those arguments, both of those are moving towards, because they're both describing inventory management. That's definitely something right. that's being worked on. Right. And it's, that's, those, those works are being done by August, September, which fits yeah. in for that 315 inventory stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And they're putting think... a lot of, oh, go ahead, Tomato. No, no, no. All you. Thank you. Um, and I'm noticing when I was walking around Orison, there's a lot of lockers too. Yeah. They're starting to put in a lot of lockers and that's where we, you know, because I think they were talking about um, everybody gets their own personal locker first. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Thoughts on that, guys? I, I so I think that may tie into, you know how they're saying we're going to get our own hangers on 17, yeah. persistent yeah. hangers? I think that might be part of that. Um, 
you know, you, you, they'll, it'll, it'll just be a lot more of the persistent stuff. So I'm hoping to see a lot more. Hey, this is your locker. This is, you yeah. know, and, and you can't get into it. Maybe your party can get yeah. But lockers are going to be one of the first external inventories that they, yeah. it seems they're going to be experimenting with. So, I, yeah. I, ex- I 100% expect like your LTI stuff or your like, like we, I think we talked about this, I've talked about this in the past, but the idea of like your subscriber stuff mm-hmm. being returned to you when you die or you're able to get a new one because the subscriber stuff is, you know, you paid for it. So it makes no sense that you lose it right away when your first death. Um, right, right. But having some sort of timer and then end up and because the question would be like, well, if you have physicalized inventory, where does it go? And I think the answer is mm-hmm. your locker. It just ends up in a locker, you know, wherever wherever you are, and you have to go there and pick it up, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's very much that first level of like, I still have some questions about it. Like for instance, the way that they mentioned it, it sounded like your ship has an inventory where you can just like, can I walk up onto like the ramp of my freelancer and hit inventory and get into the ship's inventory? Or do I have to like walk up to like the cabinets in the middle of the freelancer to yeah. pick out inventory from specific cabinets? Wouldn't be physicalized. It would yeah. just be like, right, right, this is the right. hitbox for that. So I that can see it going both ways. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Because the way he described it, it was just like, I can walk up onto, my, onto a ramp and pick that. And the question then becomes, can anyone do that then? Can someone just walk Good up onto point. the ramp and just be like, I'm going to pull out all your, your stuff and then run away even if they don't have it? Because mm-hmm. that sounds very... Well, that's probably part of the security is that people without clearance can't access the inventory of the ship. But I do think it really does sound like what they've been saying that it'll be if you're in that area, you can get that stuff. If you're in the landing zone, you can access your apartment, that kind of thing. Okay. We'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah. But I like those are the two things. I think everything else, just don't expect it. Salvage, I'm sorry. It'll it'll come out next CitizenCon. Like, I, I definitely, <laughs> definitely people should not be expecting pyro this year. No, yeah. no, no do, way. Do not no. expect server meshing. Do not expect pyro. I wouldn't expect either mm-hmm. of those to be done. Th- um, those should be coming together when they do come. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no way they're not going to do that. I mean, they've talked about that. They play, played with the idea of doing it before in different ways, mm-hmm. but yeah, that doesn't. But- work really you know yeah. but there is that tagline um that they have with this year's citizen con it's going to be out of this solar system so oh yeah <laughs> i i i think no. i have a theory and feel free to, to tell me if i'm wrong or not <laughs> pyro and some basic version of server meshing will be shown off at okay. citizen con for preview okay all right you but, know but- i was thinking i was thinking that as well how do you think they would show off server meshing? Having a bunch of players and like loading 150, 200 people into. Uh... Yeah. Oh boy. Um, but they're, I, I don't think they're going to be doing putting pyro into the game without server meshing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot no. of people said, oh, we'll just have a different spawn location. You can spawn in pyro, you can spawn in Stanton. And the answer to that is you're splitting the community. It's not going to happen, it, it doesn't help. You know, it doesn't help server loads. It doesn't actually progress the game. The reason why you'd add Spyro into the game is to test server meshing. So you can have higher numbers of, of, of people. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's the other th- thing. Go ahead. What do you think about modularity? When I see the the Origin M50 engine swap, I'm thinking that's kind of the first iteration of being able to swap out modules and things that, Mm-hmm. were bespoke to a certain type of ship. Like the Redeemer has all of its different modules and the Caterpillar and stuff. I think that was... You think that'll make it? No. I don't think it's going to make it. I, I think that needs the inventory to be more fleshed out because the back-end inventory system needs to be well fleshed out before they can swap entire modules on a ship. Because the question also becomes, how do you visualize the swap? Is it just... Uh, you like you like like right now you put a gun on your ship you just put the gun on your ship and then spawn the ship and then suddenly it's there or do you have a timer for it is there something like it's it's unable i mean they're obviously thinking about that because they have custom crows in game for those of you who don't know custom crows yeah. is in 314 it's in orison and in lore custom crows is one of the two major customization Mm-hmm. They do aftermarket customization to ships. So Custom okay. Crows built the Privateer, 
The Kraken Privateers yeah. are all being made by Custom Crows. Ironically, the other ship, the one that made um, the F8 tran- uh, like uh, modifications, is Consolidated Outland, which is itself a, a third-party oh. man- uh, aftermarket. They also, this, before they made ships, they did third-party aftermarket. So I think they, right. they may they still do kits. that. Yeah. So, um, which is why the F7A kit the, the, that uh, that changes an F7C to look like mm-hmm. an F7A is is available. That's it's through Consolidated Outland. So, right. but they wouldn't add those things into the game if they didn't think that they were going to do customization options or like a location where the customization options would be take place. Um, so I think I think the, basically everything at the end of this year expect it next year. Anything mm-hmm. they add to the roadmap for next year. I wouldn't anticipate it coming in unless it was the first two quarters and then everything at the end of the quarters, like summer on, you know, just be like, eh, probably not. <laughs> like, cause it's just kind of a consistent thing with CIG where they'll have a lot of good ideas for the beginning of the year and then not get it all done. And then everything in the middle of the, the beginning of the year has to be pushed to the end of the year and then they get it done. And then they, all the stuff they pushed at the end of the year will get done in the first two quarters and then they have a lot of ideas that they want to put at the second but then they can't yeah. and then they keep pushing it down the line so i so, i i say uh, if a patch is two patches out yeah i would give it like 50 percent confidence you'd give them that much yeah <laughs> for for two out yeah like I, 315 right now i would say is probably at like 50 percent of those yeah, things I, would make it in yeah, yeah. i agree but we're not really two away from 315. We're, we're one away. Well, yeah. Three, 314 is before out yet. 314 had hit PTU. I yeah, would yeah. I would say that 315 was still at 50%. 316, I would not trust right now. I would but, say 316, but, I wouldn't really, I would give it a month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nothing is committed either. So, no. in, yeah, of course. One, yeah. Right. <laughs> it could all go. They will not commit anything until like the day before it goes into. <laughs> I guarantee you, they, they they still haven't hadn't committed things that were in Evocati that were were um, that were in Evocati. They hadn't committed on the roadmap. They do that a lot, yeah. at least in the, in the latest one, because they just can't confirm if it's going to be in there or not. Um, the other so, thing to so think, Q, go ahead. I was going to say, Qpan in in chat brought up theaters of of snore, theaters of war. <laughs> do do we think that? that that may come in before the end of the year? I mean, it's kind of separate. Not without the desync. Not with the current desync issues that they have. Yeah, There's no. no way. That's one of the reasons why it was delayed. It was because desync was so yeah. There's just no way they're going to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and CIG has said that they're not going to really tackle desync issues until server meshing, and server meshing is probably not coming until at least at the earliest sometime next year, like next summer. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think more re- reasonably the end of next year. So at the earliest. So, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking next July. Next July? Yeah. That'd be a good, it would, my... It'd be a solid choice for next July. It'd be a good time for releasing Theaters of War. Especially giving some time. Oh, I meant server meshing, not Theaters oh, of War. <laughs> I, you know, I, would, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that server meshing and Theaters of War and Pyro release at the same time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the amount of glitches. Oh, it'd be so buggy. But I mean, it's gonna be yeah. buggy no matter what. So if it's done and you got the desync issue, just throw it in there. You know. I, uh, I thought I sweet. was a pessimist, but <laughs> I, I am clearly, I'm clearly the optimist of of this group. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm trying to say. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, the other thing to remember for people who are uh, who, who don't realize, when you look at the time, three fourteen probably won't be released until the end of July, at this pa- pace for for live. Right. So if it's released at the end of July for live, that means that you have August and September and then October for three months because oct- and and three fifteen will not go to PTU until the end of August or the end of October because it'll okay. probably if they're lucky you'll you'll see citizen con will be wave one ptu because if they that's what they want but what they want mm-hmm. actually happens are two different things or shortly mm-hmm. after that right so then i wouldn't expect three six three fifteen to go live until the beginning of november probably around the same time as um as i as iae mm-hmm. so if you look at the time three fifteen is done end of november 
They go on a long week, a long winter break, the second to last week of December, which means you have two months to do a patch that was supposed to take three months. Mm. Keep that in mind when you're looking at anything in 316. Anything that right. is somewhat difficult to do in, that's in 316, there is no way in hell it's going to make it, which is why you take one look at, at, at uh, Salvage, not going to make it. Yeah. Anyone who thinks that Salvage is going to make it is fooling themselves because that is a mm -hmm. very complicated, very detailed thing, unless they were already working on it, which we know they weren't because they haven't talked about it. They haven't mentioned it in uh, monthly updates. It's probably just on the docket for them to do, and they haven't started it yet. Right. So, you know, they probably have some prototyping, but they don't. They haven't really started developing it. So that's I another would, thing to keep in mind. Go ahead. I would keep. I would keep an eye on the next two monthly reports, though. I think those will be pretty telling as to whether or not they actually prepared for that. What you're saying, because yeah. the staggered development, while it's kind of a bit of a joke at times for people uh we do see it in the monthly reports like we, the we last two monthly reports we've seen them talking about the work that they're doing for stuff that's in 315 so let, let it is also, possible that but let me also add this then mm -hmm. citizen con yeah they're going to do something the, flashy for citizen con they're probably the already starting to work on citizen oh, con it's gonna yeah. delay people you gotta remember as well they have a huge teams qa is not um is not wrapped up into stagger development. As far as I know, Q, uh, stagger development is for development. QA needs to be the one, needs to have time to test and give feedback. And if those teams are doing feedback, there's only so many QAs that are going around to test all the things. And if you can't get enough testing done, they're going to prioritize testing of the things that need to be in the next patch rather than the one that's in, you know further down the line unless they have time. And if patches take longer to yeah. make, especially this, which is incredibly complicated and so many new things, so they need a lot of QAs to hotfix and to test some of these patches and some of these balances, you're taking people off of other teams and putting them on Star Citizen's testing. And I've, I've heard, mm -hmm. this is my own internal conversations, which were done publicly, not like in private or anything like that, like, like at, at, at you know, Bar Citizens, people get moved off of QA teams from even Squadron to come work on Star Citizen at times. Um, cause when it becomes all hands on deck because they need help with testing. Yeah. So we know if they're pulling people from squadron to test, to help, you know, like a week before, you know, something goes live, then you know that they're going to be pulling people from the future patches to work on stuff that needs to be done in the future patch. So these are all things to keep into, into context. So, yep. yeah, I'm, a, I'm a QA in real life. Right. Yeah. So, and I get yanked around all different directions all the time. So. I, I could attest to that. That is a 100% true story. So, um, so um, I, I don't, but however, I don't think it's a doom and gloom. I think all of that stuff that's on the roadmap now, I am fairly confident it'll make it in, in early 2021. Like mm -hmm. salvage, I would have, I have no qualms that salvage is going to make it in either Q1 in 317 or in 318. Like, that can has been kicked oh. the last kick. It's not, they can't really kick it further anymore because unless they add something new to the game that they have to make mm -hmm. before salvage, it's already there. And they need salvage for repair. They, if they, they need to have salvage ready for repair gameplay to work as well. The only other thing that Remember needs to be added refueling is, is yeah. yeah, it's getting cooked on. It, I, and I would not overlook the amount of very nice quality of life uh, updates they're working on right now. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Stuff that doesn't make it onto the roadmap. Yeah. One thing that I change. I haven't seen for a while, it's tractor beam technology. Yeah. That's done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, we can use the hand tractor beam, but I'm waiting to be able to use the one on the caterpillar to be able to yeah. pick things up and put them inside the caterpillar or, and we have the, well, the SRV is not on the list. Mm -hmm. for the near future but that's coming out too so that's tractor beam technology you gotta also have the, the physical inventory sorry you gotta have that stuff physicalized first yeah there's also the uh tractor beam weapon the the actual yep. standalone we haven't gotten a standalone tool yet so that'll be cool to mm -hmm. see but they've mentioned it and it's i think it's also been mentioned on monthly reports that they're working on oh okay. yeah yeah they've that's been it. mentioning that one that one's in animation the salvage tool is 
about to go into animation, they've been working a lot on those. And that's actually why I don't remember who it was I talked about with this earlier, but I was, I was saying this is the first time that we haven't seen any new FPS weapons in a patch in a long time, yeah. almost every single yeah. patch. And somebody pointed out that's because the weapons team's working on all of these tools. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're going hard on this. The, the tripwire mine that they added on the progress tracker this last week. Like a lot of people are like, why are they adding the pro that tripwire mines? Like, that's a good thing. It means the FPS team is now focusing on tools instead of having but, to yeah. deal with all of this other basic BS that they're throwing out there. Well, these are, yeah, these are the good forward facing features we want to hear they're working on. Mm -hmm. um, but well, to answer your, your question, Jawa, real quickly, um, I think that might be a stealth update. Like, hey, here's, okay. here's, here's tractor beams. Like once, like I, I, I could see that in 316. I could see something like, really? we have, they mean not like big ship based tractor beams, but like mm -hmm. 316 comes around. They're like, Hey, we've already physicalized cargo. Here's a tractor beam. You know, here's a tractor mm -hmm. beam tool. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. it, which is a small stealth because mm -hmm. we've had tractor beams for a while. Right. Once they have that back end tech done, which is the first step is in 315, which again, yes. I'm fairly confident is going to make it. If not in 315, then in 316, that's one of those. That's not mm -hmm. as confident as, uh, as medical, but, but I, I think that could easily be a stealth ad, like, like yes. the week before, like, Oh, by the way, tractor beams are ready because it's not really a big deal. We've had tractor beams, but mm -hmm. it's a huge deal for people who are like, Oh, I want to load and unload my cargo. So. Right, right, right. So Anything to help cargo be better. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think there's something that we're all forgetting a little bit too, is that, mm -hmm. and I'm facing this in my industry, right, with with the way we test software and stuff at my job, everybody's starting to come back to work, right? Mm -hmm. And as much as people thought that being working at home was going to be as productive as it was when you're at the office, it's not. It's it's much, much slower when you're developing software. And uh, as, as I see people come back to my job, I see our, our test cycles and, and the in-between type of events start to ramp up because collaboration is just huge in software development. And going over, sitting at some guy's desk for 20 minutes while they work on a bug or, or do something or collaborate together versus setting up a Zoom call that takes an hour to set up and Everybody has to be there at the right time. And then you have a meeting at that time. All that stuff goes away and development will certainly ramp up. It'll be much more like it was in 2019 and early 2020. And I think that's coming early next year. So I would expect stuff next year roadmap wise to be hopefully a lot more accurate and a lot and actually come in. And like we see 80% of the stuff actually come in instead of getting pushed. I think, the key is, is that in 2017, 2018, when they first introduced the roadmap, we saw stuff added to the roadmap. I know people will point to the 2016. That wasn't anything that was just Chris pointing at a slideshow. I was that I was physically there 2016. You know, it was super hype and, and it was completely unrealistic. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> God. But the, the actual, the first roadmap they actually did that was like, they put it out there and it was just decimated by the end of the year. They had 10% of what they put on there that had things that haven't shown up until very recently. However, now the latest roadmap, I, nothing that was added at the beginning of this year, I think is out of the realm of possibility to make it in by next year at the latest. Right. I don't think they've added a single thing this year from the roadmap that was going to get removed and just never show up again. I know people Thank are still... Thank you for making that point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank it... you. Because I'm, I'm sick of people being like, this is the same thing as it always is. People are like, why are you positive? Why do you think things are changing? Because things are obviously changing. Yeah, it is. And 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 I, th I think people have PTSD. It's kind of like, they, like they actually yeah. are traumatized and, uh, by by you know not to, not to make like but people are are traumatized by what CSG's done in the past like they yeah have, i get that i do they, they it, have like with with certain like specifically salvage so like every time mm -hmm. salvage shows up they just go it's never going to come out because you keep moving a, but i feel like is this a, is the last can kick and it has less to do with can it get done and more with they can't get it ready for release it's not like an idea that they're still working on and, and they're still trying to figure out how to make it work. They know how to make it work. They've been working on it. Someone in, in chat even said they've been working on it since April. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's been worked on. 
It's not like it's something that doesn't exist. They've been working on, on aspects of it for a while, but it's they haven't started implementing it and testing it and showing it off to us. And because they haven't, that's why I'm more like, eh. but as you said, tomato, like the next two months of monthly updates and the next two months of like roadmap and ISCs will tell us a lot of what to expect in the next, um, next coming patches. So, I mean, even, even like you just said, back when they had salvage on the roadmap back then, we hadn't even heard about it. They didn't, they didn't even know what they were going to do. They didn't have a concept for it. Not only have we now heard twice this year and before last year, I think in April, uh, what it's going to be about, but we've also seen the tool that is going through the work, the, right. the working phase. We're seeing the back end technology that's needed, such as persistent streaming and uh -huh. things like that. And there's just, there's, there's, there's so many more signs and so many more things that are happening right. than that were happening back in 2016, 2017. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I've noticed, um, since I started playing back, uh, I've, I'm relatively new at 310 is when I started. But in 310, if you were um, doing combat in space and you were to blow somebody up, they blow up and everything's gone. Now pieces of their ship are actually left there. You can actually run into them. I've actually stopped and you can check out this Hulk that's sitting there. Mm -hmm. And personally, I think that that is setting up salvage because oh, yeah. you can jump out of your ship, take some stuff off of that, repair your ship, and away you go. Yeah, we're, 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 and that's, it was important. And, and you were saying like, uh, about like, um, like the QA environment and like, like people were going back to, 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 to work physically mm -hmm. and that's going to start changing. Um, I think that's, what's really important for people to understand about that is game development is not work in the traditional sense. And even software development isn't really. There is a little bit more structure to software development than there is gaming, but gaming is very much an art form. Mm -hmm. And this is gonna sound weird, but anyone who's ever done collaborative art, uh, theater or uh, working on like movies or television shows or just like, like, like short films, that kind of thing, will know how much riffing happens on set or on, 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 on location. There's a lot of like feeding off of each other, talking. One small conversation sparks something else. Someone has an idea, they drag someone over over here and they start talking about these things. And that is very much, it's very much kind of that environment. And from what I understand and from who I know at work, it's work or from who I know who work at CIG, that is very much the environment of CIG. It's about riffing, it's about talking, it's about pulling someone from the QA pit into, uh, to it's like, hey, test this out for me right now, see if this works. Um, mm -hmm. Now, CIG was lucky enough that they have work from home. They've, they've had that since before the, the COVID. They've had these sorts of, because they've had to work on a global scale, you know. Mm -hmm. But having the ability for, the, say, the Austin studio to do that is going to be big for Star Citizen. And mm -hmm. I think more than likely, probably by the end of this summer, the Austin studio will be back to work. Because just as long as it's safe, but I mean, like, cause I know mm -hmm. at least based off of some reports that they've been using the studio intermittently. So like if they're like four mm -hmm. or five people, like someone can't get, to, you know, the, their AC breaks. And so they're like, I hey, just come into the, into the office and you can pull up a, you know, a, a, a workstation there or whatever. So like the, the, the office is still being used. It's just like, you'll see Jared in the LA office doing his, uh, ISC has been doing it from the office for the last quarter, I think. Um, but he's working from the office. I've been in that, that garage. It's a garage. Uh, I've been in that garage before. I know it's in the office. So like, it's not like they're not already doing it. So I feel like they're probably coming back. And I think that's, that's going to speed up development, which is one of the reasons why I'm very certain that inventory management the basic version of inventory management, the new inventory stuff is going to be in by the end of the year, if not by 3.15, and why medical is going to be in by 3.15, so. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and, and Paul, I think you bring up really good points, and, and chat has some really good points, too. There's some really good advantages to working from home. Yeah. But there's also some, some negatives. I mean, when, mm -hmm. and trust me, I've been dealing with this for, <laughs> for a long time. I've been going into work like every day since uh, this happened because I'm a hardware QA, right? Yeah. So you can't look at hardware uh, from my house. So 
um, when I do do software QA work and things like that, and and I work with the developers, it it has to be a a more collaborative environment than what it's been, and it mm-hmm. yeah. just it speeds things up. And there's just this psychological aspect of it where when you're at work, you're at work, you know, and versus at home, there there are distractions, and I've I've run into that as well, and uh, it it's just it it just seems like. There's also mental with health. My company. Yeah, it's but my health. company. Being able to remove work from home is a huge mental health thing, too. Because yeah. I know some people who will, like, I'm working, I'm at home. I can't remove myself from work sometimes. Right. So, oh, I'm yeah. definitely one of those, too. And just, it's just, I don't know. When I see people coming back, it's it's probably sped up our, our development 30%, and we're not even fully back in the office yet. And I mean, this is like really complex software stuff involving GPS stuff, right? So uh, I just maybe there's intangibles to it of of actually going to work, but and, and but other jobs, yeah, they're phenomenal from home, and you know maybe we could continue doing that as a country, but <laughs> this kind of stuff, especially creative outlets like a game, arts, things like that, you know. Uh, yeah, they, they gotta have people working together almost side by side or close right. to each other. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, like, let me put it this way. I'm a teacher. And I've had to teach digitally. I can't, I can teach digitally. I can, I can teach remote. It's not as effective. There, right. is, there is a legitimate difference between having a student in, 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 in my classroom and being able to see them and be able to see what they're doing and to be able to see their body, their full body uh, kind of, you know, posture, like their, their body language versus them behind a computer screen. Even if they have their cameras on, I don't know who they are. I don't know where they are. I, like, it's hard, you know, there's, there's a lot of trust building and a lot of community building that like I do in the classroom to help. So like, cause I'll have students come up to me after class, you know, in, in the classroom and they'll ask questions about something or they'll talk about something else. And it makes it a lot faster. Yeah. It makes them more comfortable with asking questions. It makes them more comfortable right. with staying after school. And that translates into the work environment as well. Now I know this chat is being very like, Hey, I love working from home. And I'm not saying working from home is a bad thing. I'm just saying it will speed up in certain senses, especially when it comes to things like um, more creative avenues like game development, where having that ability to build that trust and to riff on is important. So, and we're not, this, this wasn't meant as a debate on, on working from home. It was more like, (laughs) I think it's going, I do agree that I think it's going to speed up development. Yeah. Just in general. I, I, a hundred percent agree. I, it was Paul, I'm a teacher as well. Yeah. And it's, it's not, it, I, I guess I'll just put it. It's not as fun nope. when you're sitting there, even though you have them all on the screen and you're interacting and you're playing a game and everything, it's not the same as everybody sitting down and playing the same game. Yeah. Yeah. It's this, it's, it's, it's very different. Like yeah. I, I, before COVID, I know many members of the QA team at CIG. Um, they, there was one meetup where they said, when they were talking, when, uh, right after Theaters of War had been announced, where they had said, yeah, we play it off, off time. Like, we're done testing, and everything's done. Like, we're like, like, they're clocking out. They're like, let's, let's do another couple games, guys. Because they're having fun, because <laughs> they're sitting there and they're playing. So it's yeah. not really Ooh. them testing, they're playing it to have fun and they're enjoying it. Right. But it also adds a little bit to now to show the camaraderie, but also for them playing it, that kind of thing. So there's there is something there, some kind of something there that I think will also probably speed up development. Anyways, let's move on to the last big thing because we've actually talked for an hour, which is weird. <laughs> Just um, good conversation um, about what do you what would you like to see? I know you said specifically Jawa already about like you'd like to see them finish moving forward? Like what's something you'd really want them to kind of work on going forward is just finish and smooth up Crusader and make the game a little bit better. Right. Um, going into the next year, Space Tomato, what do you think you think it should be a priority for CIG? Desync. Desync? Uh, okay. Isn't that the 
Isn't that the obvious? Is that not the obvious? I thought there was a right answer. <laughs> there is no right answer. I agree I with you. Desync is the right answer. <laughs> but I, but I, I, I did a, a show about it last week and I got a bunch of people talking about how it's just stop being negative about it. It's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's, we can't we can't pick anything that we want to happen without being negative, right? Uh, it has to. It has to. I don't know. I would say besides desync. Uh, probably the cargo refactor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fist, what do you think? So I, I agree with Jawan Space Tomato that performance is the the priority. But if I could pick something besides performance enhancements, I really would like to see more specific customization options, like. Uh, and I hope I'll probably get hate on this, but the nameplates on the ships, <laughs> that was, you can't I mean, read look it. how much, I know you can't read it, but I mean, obviously they're going to fix that, but I mean, just having that ability to customize that and be like, Hey, that's mine. That's, that's, you know, uh, whatever you call it. And then to the next level on that, being able to customize more things like your hab and, and having those hangers and making things yours is something I think that's once we get local inventory and is it's gonna be fairly easy to do. And mm -hmm. I think people will enjoy those little small things. Mm -hmm. There was there was so much talk about just nameplates of what was mm -hmm. it, four ships, three ships, four ships? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's like I mean five that, or six, yeah. Yeah, but it like consumed forums and chat rooms and, and videos and stuff. And For it was good just, and bad reasons. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was like people people want that stuff, right? People want yeah. to throw their, their org logo on their ship and stuff. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I, I just, I think that adds, I, I guess it all leads up to immersion. Mm -hmm. the, the more immersion, the better. Um, I know they're going to work on mobile glass apps and things like that. And if I could, I guess if I could pick it, one thing. It would be to fix the freaking heavy armor so it doesn't clip through, <laughs> doesn't clip through the Moby glass, and I can use the Moby glass correctly with heavy armor. Very annoying. You know? <laughs> That's yeah. been there since I started playing. So, yeah, please, yeah. if you're watching CIG, I'll well, buy another ship. I'll buy. They also ship. <laughs> they they fixed that with new armor because the latest uh, armor, yeah. the um, the gray cat armor has those like distended pauldrons or whatever that, that kind of you're supposed that would normally clip and they don't clip into the uh into the uh the for some reason so like i know they've done it it may be a per armor thing i don't know um jawa yeah. other than was there anything else you specifically want one of them to focus on if there's one thing you wanted them to focus on going into the next year what do you think what would you say it would be yeah for me you know optimization as is just such a big one that goes right into desync um, but I just, you know, they, they dropped the thing about having wildlife or whatever on planets. I don't think it'll happen, but I, you know, down the road, um, I would really like to see, because we're walking around on these planets and, you know, maybe they're, well, they have, I mean, they have fireflies and orison, but um just seeing some wildlife around or something i, I think that would be kind of cool but my main thing is optimization mm. um and because uh fist and i were talking on our stream on thursday night that at the beginning of 314 um it was maxing out my system i mean i was 98 99 across the board i mean that's mm. cpu and gpu um and i got a pretty new system yeah. so um there's going to be a lot of people out there that won't be able to play if yeah. you know they can now it's getting better but i i'm going to stick with optimization um i will say better ui this current ui is a good start uh there's a couple of things that i really want them to focus would want them to focus on i mean obviously desync I'd rather them, I like, if, if there's one message I want to get across to CIG, focus mm -hmm. on that now. It needs to be focused on now. And it needs to be starting to de be deal with, even if it's just minor, even if it's the stuff that doesn't revolve server meshing. And I'd even say, even if it delayed server meshing just a little. Because it's impossible to test a game 
with G-Sync this bad, with performance this bad. Now, performance will get better when they add Gen 12 renderers, and they may increase, G-Sync may decrease a little bit when we have the inventory system in, because it's moving all of the entities, uh, especially player entities, the more complex entities, out of the game server, so the game server doesn't have to track all the, the, that stuff, which it does now. So that may just fix desync overnight. Who knows? Because that that's a, that's a huge problem with it. But we'll see. Um, I think I think that needs to be something that they at least address in a way that it's more than just we'll fix it after server meshing when server meshing is like a year, a year and a half away. Because that's yeah. like that's that's a lot of like, oh, so fuck you. Anything we add is just going to be buggy and terrible. <laughs> Um, and like, like why, why do an event when you can't even see the thing you're shooting at? Like, you know, like there comes, there comes to those points where it's just like, we can't test the game that we're supposed to be testing until this is dealt with. So, um, I I got one more on there. Um, Java and I have a friend, uh, named James who we tried our best to get him in here to play this and. He gets uh, motion sickness uh, yeah. when he plays first-person type games, and I told him, "Hey, it's got third person, but really, no, doesn't." Yeah. So I would love to see more, at least a little work on making uh, playing in third person a little more viable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, that's um, fair. I, I, I They've mean, got some third-person camera work going on in the uh, on the progress tracker. Oh yeah, but... I was going to say, say, tomato. I know you and I both have this problem. That that their cam the third person camera is garbage. It's absolutely oh, garbage. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolute garbage. It's and they fixed it a little bit, but like the the fact they physicalize the camera in third person, so it bumps into things, which yeah. is weird because you can still clip with a third person camera through objects. It's like yeah, so that that's that would be another thing. There's a lot of things that they need that they need mm-hmm. to work on. Selfishly, for me, it's yeah. the UI because like the server map sucks, the mobile glass oh sucks. God. Everything about the the ship, other than the the canvas sliced UI sucks, and the canvas sliced you know UI what? is better. But it needs there's a there's a big one that's not on the roadmap. <laughs> yeah, three fifteen, three sixteen. There is a very good chance we'll get the Star Map remake in one uh, of those uh, updates. And, and the okay. entirety, all of the um, the uh, multifunction just sliced the MFDs. The MFDs are getting replaced. We know they yeah. talked about MFDs replacing. They said they're working on it, but it hasn't Before? been mentioned. Like well, the canvas, star map getting replaced the, the would canvas, be a yeah, that would be amazing. That would probably be the best improvement of the year. That'd be an update else, defining yeah. feature. <laughs> <laughs> Clouds and Orison, this beautiful giant gas giant, and it's fully rendered. And I was like, "Fuck that!" They fixed the road, their 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 space, their their their. their star map i'm happy now <laughs> yeah they could be like they're gonna drop server meshing over here and star map over there i'm gonna be like sorry yeah <laughs> i'm so on I'm, this team I don't, I don't care about server meshing the star map is what it, where it's at yeah uh, <laughs> um no the the um but that's that's a good good point like that's another stuff like stealth that may be another thing to take away from this conversation watch for the stealth updates there okay. may be more yeah. than you think, and they may be more complete changing than you think. Monthly so. report. Monthly, monthly reports. Report. The AI monthly stuff, report man. report every single that, month. That AI stuff is super weird. Like, if you look at it, the, the, the monthly reports, it's like, wow, that's very different. That is very yeah. different. They are doing some work with the AI. Oh, yeah. That, don't sleep on it. Like I like, And Chris has even mentioned it in his video, but like I think by the end of the year, you'll see a very different AI behaviors from what you you're expecting so mm-hmm. anyway well, he's got you. an answer to his daughter right? yeah he does <laughs> now, now he's got he's got the, the 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 roberts girls to to just hold his his he- ear you know? there's the publisher that rushes the game yes <laughs> they're the ones that are gonna be like no get rid of this cut this corner yeah <laughs> oh all right Thank you so much, y'all, for watching. We're not finished quite yet. If you're watching this on YouTube after the fact, we're going to be rolling into our question and answer session. If you're watching this right now uh, live, we'll be rolling into this answer question and answer session. So I'm going to throw up a little end screen for YouTube and such, but stick around, ask questions in chat. If you enjoyed this on YouTube, make sure that you're following Space Tomato, uh, Fist and Jawa, uh, um, fistandjawa.org, and Space Tomato at youtube.com slash Space Tomato. It's just it's Space Tomato, right? On, on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, or on YouTube, yeah. Space Tomato. 
slash space tomato Twitter. talk. Tomato, tomato talk Twitter is awesome. Is... <laughs> Thank you. On uh, on Twitter, it's space tomato gmg, and then on Twitch, it's space tomato gaming. Yeah, it's Twitter. all different. It's all get all different. You got to work on that branding. That branding. Who People has space stole tomato the on names. Twitch? Who has Twitter space doesn't on let you have a long name. People stole oh, yeah. space tomato on yeah. Twitch. It's like there's always something. Who who do oh, I need really? to who, who do I need to, to to write an angry Karen letter to on Twitch <laughs> to get, get space tomato? Oh, do they if even you stream anymore? You know, I don't. Uh, I don't think, I don't think yeah. they ever did. Yeah, there we go. Just just yeah, viewer. Just steal it from them. Just just if it's if it's <laughs> like I've got to write an angry letter to whoever has to to the astronomy club in somewhere in 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 Great Britain that has the Astro Pub <laughs> has Astro Pub Twitter. Why I'm the Astropub <laughs> and not Astropub is that um, they haven't posted since 2016 last I checked. So I may have to find someone on Twitter to get it. But anyways, that's a tangent. Thank you for watching. Follow these wonderful folks. Comment down below if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, letting us know your own thoughts, your own expectations for 315. Do you think we're being completely optimistic, totally pessimistic? What we're like? What do you think? And as always, the, uh, I forgot my own sign off. I hope to see you someday in the black. <laughs> All right. So for you guys, it just looks like we're, because I'm still in preview editor for you guys. We're still live. Yeah. But there's some news for you. When I hear Fist and Jawa, I hear Fisting Jawa. Yeah. 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 <laughs>